Last time on Lawful Stupid. I turn and attack the director. Breeze stands up and he says, What are you doing? This isn't part of the plan. He's not the bad guy. So what Breeze is going to do, he's going to like pass his own of truth. And he says, Ask him anything you want. You're a really bad director if you don't understand that something is amiss here. So you're either incompetent or corrupt. <laughs> you're claiming to have been alive during the blossoming. I'm under the zone of truth. What about it, partner? I've known Director Housen for a long time. He's not our guy. I get that. Your zone of truth told me he's not as fucked up as I thought he was going to. But I don't need him talking. A breeze chops him in the neck. All right, so he goes night-night. Yeah. Perfect. Wonderful. William pops on the collar. I'm now Director Housen. And where are you headed? I'm headed to the basement where all the the scary things are. You head down into the basement. I'm going to open all the doors and go to the elevator full speed. See you soon. And then presses the floor for the lab. Fume and Breeze uh, and Beatrice are there. What you see in front of you is unlike anything you've ever seen. You're, you're liking this, like an area. It's not even a room, it, it's, it's an area. There's this gigantic tree. On this tree, it's gargantuan size, seem to be several things that are, are growing on it that look very strange for a tree. And like these egg sacs, there are people that are growing on it. There are creatures, items, baseball bats, wands, scrolls, buildings hanging from some of these sacks. You hear someone say, it's time, I suppose, that we meet for realsies. And out from behind the tree steps Dr. Ryan. How many times do I have to put you in the ground, motherfucker? And I'm going to produce my plane. Uh-uh-uh. And so he kind of jumps back from that and out steps from in front of him, even larger than Jeremiah, this Goliath character standing like eight feet tall. And Ryan says, Go on, plaything. You all ran back to the place where Ryan's laboratory would be. But inside you found a, a place that's been shambled. Um, broken equipment scatters the floor, layer of dust covering everything. Uh, William had set off, or, or opened all of the doors downstairs where all of the uh, KNG assets are being held, whether it's people or items that are considered to be greatly dangerous. And so now the alarms are blaring at the KNG. A red light flickers back and forth with a regular luminescent white light. But you've all made your way into the laboratory through the door where, previously, Ryan's office would have been. But as you stepped in, you step into an expanse, a large area, uh, a field. There's a large amount of tables that are shaped in a square. And in the middle is this gargantuan larger-than-life tree. Uh, And every few moments, this light kind of goes up through the trunk, up through the tree, out to the branches. A red light. 
and it looks similar to the tree that you saw at the Sun Elf Kingdom. And Ryan had stepped out from behind the tree, and just as you were about to attack, a creature or someone you know to be fabled, the KNG, steps out. It is the brother of Jeremiah the Goliath, Cain. And this large creature, a Goliath holding two great axes, um, has white eyes. As I mentioned, he is not like sleep rest, not glowing. But he has his mouth sewn shut and seems to have several scars uh, and scarring all over his body. Um, you see his body is a bluish color. He has a lot of tattoos all over them. And he's has armor, metal armor on him, but not on his arms. But everywhere else is armored, no helmet. Um, what do you do? We just get a free... Well, he hasn't initiated yet, so we haven't... He kind of just is standing there. Um, I think you've made motion to attack, so you can fall through or kind of halt for a moment. Yeah, I'm going to follow through. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to dash right up to this fool, jump up in the air, do a little spin and, and flick my blade. Uh, I'm aiming just to cut the threads that are sewing his lips shut. So you, d- you don't want to actually cause any physical damage to him as it is now? No, I do not want to harm him at all. I do want to cut his mouth free. I will, if you want to do a call shot, I'll give you advantage on it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What's my uh, You've got to beat a 15. 15. Pretty precise Did movement. Just... Yeah. Okay. Uh, and we'll give it two shots. Oh, uh, we got there in one. 22. Okay. I, you do that. You run up. And he almost like goes to have a defensive stance, and you slice just perfectly the stitches that are covering his mouth. They're pretty big. They're Goliath. Yes, I mean, <laughs> easy shot, really. And he, he, you would think he would scream, but he just kind of <laughs> inhales, <sighs> and almost like kind of arches his back and lets his hands drop. As the, the axes, like, touch the ground for just a moment. I think Fume's kind of, like, backed off a little bit. He's in a defensive stance himself, and he's just like, Are you, like, a man? Or are you a plaything like that dude said you are? And Ryan, um, before that thing has a chance to answer, and he says, Plaything. Attack. And that's going to be his action. Uh, he's using mind control and he's and what's going to happen is what we're talking about where you guys are you guys all standing just kind of in a line across each other I would say that I'm about 10 feet away from him because I ran in to cut his mouth open and then backed up into a defensive I would say I'm maybe at 10 feet I'm definitely the closest guy so he he is going to it seems like he's he's trying to fight against him but he's advancing on you Um, and so he is going to take uh, a couple swings at you then that is a a 21 for the first hit that hits and a 22 for the second hit um, he's, he's gonna hits. slash with both so what's so what's gonna I, I actually have to slow it down here a little bit so okay. he hits me with this attack so good can you roll damage for the first attack yeah for the first one it's seven uh, and then as a reaction Fium is going to immediately uh, strike back using the uh, using a charge from my blood fury tattoo when a creature you can see damages you, you can expend a charge to use your reaction to make a melee attack against that creature with advantage okay. on the roll, and then I get to apply my effects. So, uh, do uh, 18 to hit. It does, yeah. So it's uh, 13 slashing damage, 
and then 16 necrotic damage, which I then heal, negating his seven points of damage from the first attack. He lets out a grunt uh, on that, that from that first attack. And I think what happens is this dude just like comes in. He's got axes, right? Mm-hmm. He's gonna soon hit this axe, and it's gonna like fumes gonna like do a spin. And it's gonna get grazed by the axe, and just as part of the motion comes back and slices back, and some of that blood from his wound comes over and kind of congeals on my wound, like stopping my own bleeding. Okay, and to that, he's actually going to do first attack, second attack. He's then going to swipe it at you, right? He hits yeah. and he does. It's a, you're going to take 15 damage from that one. Um, and then, almost like because he's he's now feeling the pain of this attack, is going to let out another roar, uh, and he's going to go into rage mode. Um, and that will end his turn. And so we'll call it initiative. Well, I'm not going to go right into initiative. I'm just kind of going to go down the row. Um, I think next up, uh, Beatrice, you're maybe there because you got in the room first. So we'll go Beatrice, then Breeze, then William. Um, I think at first, uh, B would be looking at this tree because it's very familiar. It was in an elven kingdom. Wasn't it also like one almost similar to the one in um, Angel's Cove as well? Yeah, what well, you know is kind of the the plants that you guys grow have more life to them, right? You, you, it's almost like the souls of those who have passed on mm-hmm. are kind of dwelling within these things, mm-hmm. and so in a very similar fashion, that light that carries up um, is almost exactly that of like the Sun Elf Kingdom and the Moon Elf Kingdom. Spooky's tree, I don't like it. <laughs> Is there anything I can roll to learn a little more, Devin? Or like, let's roll a history check. I think that number will help me give you the deets you may be looking for. Nah, dude. That's a nah, two. Nah, dude. <laughs> what is it? That's a two. You think the light is pretty. <laughs> Actually, you know it's pretty. I know it's pretty. Whoa. I've seen plenty of lights in this world. It's great. This is by far the best one. <laughs> Very complex tree. Okay. Well, then next up, uh, what else do you want, would you like to do? Because I will say that was your action to kind of kind of looking over this this tree to see if you can scope out and see if there's anything else going on here. Otherwise, it would just be like see the commotion going ahead, like understand that uh, what was it, Doctor Ryan Brightside ish, yes. whatever. Ryan. <laughs> um, that uh, all this is going on, so it's more like just getting prepared to the next move. Okay. Excellent. Breeze will just pull out his rifle back up 30 feet, and he's going to pop a shot um, at Kane. It will hit. Um, He's going to take a hit to the shoulder for 12 damage. He takes notice of that. Like, his attention is now kind of a turn to Breeze in the distance. And then we'll go to Will. So I'm just going to run up to about 10 feet away from this big... Uh, Frankenstein-esque monster. Um, that will put me near GM, correct? Yes, yeah. Okay. Uh, and with my call and response, I'm going to say, um, we're on a bit of a timetable, uh, and I'm going to attack this fucker with my attack, and then I'm going to use Blazing and Snare on him. So let's start with the attack. Okay. Attack is for 19. It hits. I'm deal 13 bludgeoning damage. Magical. Uh, for overcoming resistances. 
And then Blazing Ensnare is a strength saving throw on his part. Oof, it was almost really good. Uh, it's a 14. Uh, that's going to fail. Um, so he's going to take 1d4 fire damage, and he's grappled by me. I'm going to take 4 fire damage. And then for my third and last thing, I'm just going to hit him with Fire Bloom. So let's see if that hits. Uh, 23. Yep. Assume that hits. He's going to take oh, 4 fire damage. So run up, hit him with a chain, grapple him, and then blast off like a... Well, it's almost like a flower of fire. Yeah, he, he can't do much. He tried to pull away from that um, as he can. And now we're back up to view. How far away is Dr. Ryan from me? He's about 40 feet behind. Yeah, I'm going to run over to him. My moon speed is 50 feet. Um, I'm going to run over to him, and I'm going to take the Light Eater blade, and I'm going to point it to his fucking throat and be like, I think we know pretty damn well that I'll do this. Call off your mind control. Ryan is a coward, by all means. Right? He's used, He uses other people to do what needs to be done and, and that is the same in this scenario I think William you feel the chains like where he was fighting maybe against them and has been struggling you feel that release um, as Ryan says fine right now you're, you're kind of out of combat I would say like he's he's not in a place to do anything and the, and the Goliath is has turned and now is facing this Ryan hey Will you know this big guy um can say we're acquainted, uh, unless this is Kane. You Kane, big fella. Me Kane. Great. He Me killed you. Jeremiah. No, he. Hey, listen. Oh. Say more. You killed Jeremiah. Well, you heard him say more. Me kill, brother. Yeah, doesn't your brother kill you constantly? Aren't you on the hook for killing him? Me not kill brother. Brother dead? Uh, kinda. I mean, he's alive. I think he still leans over five feet sure. closer. Like he's still able to lean okay. pretty. And he he's says, a big he's boy. fucking huge. Brother That's dead? Uh, brother uh, dead adjacent, really. He was coughing up blood when, when I found him. He's still down there. He doesn't understand complex terms. Speak simply to him, William. I don't think I know how to do that. Brother dead? <laughs> no. Mm. He will turn, because he can turn. He's not moving. He's just turn and... Wrapping <laughs> himself back in I would like to think while they're doing that, B is just going to approach Ryan. But still keep her distance, right? Maybe like stand next to Fume. Oh, I would love! I would love for him to give me a reason, Miss B. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, um, you do that. <laughs> and I imagine because she was getting prepped for a fight, but it's not really. It doesn't look that way. But she's holding one of her daggers in her hand and using it to talk. You know. And she looks at him, and then points to the tree. And it's like, so what's up with that? What's all this? <laughs> oh man, what's an end? What an end to it all! Again doesn't matter. You met my clone. A uh, secondary version of myself. I did more than meet him, friend. Oh, I know. I saw. Um, he, he perished. But man, 
what a, what a time it was to have him around. Two geniuses working on things for a period of time. It took off so much of the workload. This tree, it's, it's quite amazing, really. It creates a replica of, of anything that you touch to the bark. It's, it's quite amazing. Uh, and he says, go, go on, give it a try. I'm okay, Ms. B. Uh, no, thank you. And he kind of motions back to you. He goes, oh, I didn't mean you, uh, Lucian. Um, we, we've already made your clone. Um, Joke's on you, motherfucker. That guy died. You got Lucian's clone, you silly bitch. He says, you must, you must be confused. No, I'm not confused. I've never thought more clearly in my life. You are the gift that keeps on giving, right? I got to fucking kill you. I might get to kill you again, and then every day of my life I get to wonder, did I kill the real Ryan, or is that a clone, and do I get to kill this motherfucker again on my birthday? That is what you have given me, Ryan. That is a precious gift. Do you ever get tired of failure, the three of you? You failed once before, 600 years ago, and yet here we stand once more, the same party with the same results to ensue. I don't know how to tell you this, so I'll tell you again. It's not the same party. Lucian's dead. I'm Fume. Nice to meet you. He says, You transitioned. Your mind is different. Your mindset, your desires are different. Same body. Cloned as it is. But you've been dead for 600 years, my friend. And he, he snaps his fingers and kind of like this ceiling that was around you, like like it splinters and shatters, but like it's not glass that falls. It's kind of just like a, a dust almost. And the sky that you see above you, um, it's nighttime and the sister moons are out. One of them is red. One of them is red. Her name and is... Is Uni. Unis. I know Unis. everything! And it is considerably larger in size than the sister moon. And he is says, it getting uh, bigger? Were they twinsies before? They're twinsies before. Oh and he God, says, it's growing. You're all too late. Every time. You're too late. You see that up there? Mm-hmm. What do you notice? The moon is red and big. It's red and big. Mm -hmm. Do you know why it's big? No. Lack of protection, mostly. I'm not sure what that means. Somebody should have protected the moon. That's what you get for being a nerd. <laughs> True. <laughs> Stupid suggesting girls. This, this took, this took a, a weird turn, and I thought I was being a good villain. Um... It's getting bigger because it's getting closer. Careening towards Nova Terra, as it were. Do you know why? Do you, do you care to know why? What the brill I feel like I have to tell you what the brilliant plan is. You're well, we're here kill already. Everybody with the moon. Well, if it comes to that, yes. But we think that that won't be what is necessary. Is it like a threat of violence against the world? Like, hey world, give me what I want, or I'm gonna blow you up with the moon. Well, yes, and and you of all people should know who we're trying. 
When you threaten the world, who do you think we're calling upon? You well, want you got me Uni here. to show up so you can get the key to open the door to get to oh. where my ex-stepmother's boyfriend lives. I'm not sure of the familial ties, but I see that you've been talking to my partner. And he kind of uh-huh. says that with almost like a disdain. You think you guys are equals? That's cute, but go on. The fact that she thinks she's smarter than me, be it a god or demigod or whatever she is, that is laughable. You're real smart. Do you know what the definition of the word hubris is? Could you guys stop talking dirty for a moment, all of you? Listen, I I don't know what to tell you because you're all too late, just like last time. Just like our good friend Ryan was, and continues to be. Where is he now? Locked in a tower? Um, he snaps his fingers again, and like these tanks, like suddenly the wall, one of the walls that looked like appeared to be like an outside area, kind of falls away. Uh, and there are several of those tanks that William has seen before, um, with like bodies in them, like people being grown. Um, and misery is in one of those. And he said, my, my, what's a good spy? Except that when you know they're spies, it doesn't do them any good. Can I see your hand for a second? And he, like, like is almost like doesn't have a choice, and he kind of just turns a palm up. I'm going to cut off his index finger. Oh, goodness. Um, he's going to try to mind meld and command... Um, What's his face again? Like in a frantic yeah, mood. I, I won't hurt you anymore, but if you do that, you're going to die. Um, let's see. I think you cut finger off. He goes to do that. Um, and he's bleeding. He's like, <laughs> oh, the pain yep. we bear for victory. Now, I'm going to ask you another question. I want you to be real honest with me. I can only snap with my left hand. Can you snap with both? And then he like he does it with his middle like his you said pointer finger right <laughs> I did yeah he's like no one snaps with their pointer fingers of course I can snap with both and he does oh then I'm dumb I cut off his middle finger yeah oh. <laughs> you said you wouldn't do it again no, I just couldn't have you snapping anymore my guy you're too powerful with your snaps keep moving the room around and, and shit then he does it with his ring finger he's like anyone can do it with all of their fingers it's based oh, on the got, fatty part of your thumb you're, you're about to lose your hands <laughs> oh I mean I can't do it okay um. I would have believed you if you told me the first time. And he says, uh, she's got the scales, but she needs more power. Uh, she doesn't have all she the scales, have all of them. champ. Oh, does she, doesn't she? No, she doesn't. You have- You're misinformed. <laughs> Still behind, I see. I think one of us is misinformed and it's the guy who still thinks the black and white scales aren't in play. What do you mean? How how do how does she not have the scales? I saw them. She brought them here before she took them south. Hmm. When was that? About two months ago. That can happen in two months. That's funny though. How do you think she built and beam to the moon. Where do you get that kind of power unless you get it from the gods? 
I'm gonna guess that lots of really stupid people helped her. Like you. So yes, much, and then I'm gonna stupid. flip him and then I'm gonna flick him on the nose. <laughs> he turns his head. So three of them aren't here anymore. <laughs> they haven't been here for a long time. Probably since last we all sat together and talked about them. Oh, well, what the fuck are we doing here? I release uh, Kane. You can fuck him up at any point. And he kind of, he looks over to Ryan, who you know to be Brightside. And, but he looks at you holding the light eater gauntlet to his throat. And he kind he just stands there. Not sure what to do. So Misery is in one of those tanks. Are there anybody else of note in these tanks? And things we uh, see? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think you recognize any of the other uh, people that are in these tanks. So where do we go from here, little tea party? Or you guys skedaddling down to the south or what? Guys, how far away is the tank with Misery in it? Probably it's, 30, a misery, 40 it's a clone feet. of Misery, correct? Well, you just know it to be misery, so I guess he would she, say. Is she, wear, is she wearing clothes? Please say no. <laughs> this is the is hottest boss encounter I've ever had. <laughs> no, she looks the same uh, as you as you know her to but, be. But same naked. <laughs> but naked. B U T T. No, however, comma. Oh, however, comma. Naked. They said butt naked. Will approaches the tank and says, uh, uh, "All right, then answer me this question, uh, or." Fume starts taking more pieces off of you. Who's in the tank, the clone or the original? And a smile creeps across his face. And he says, What's the difference? What does it matter? Well, your clone's dead. So there's a pretty big difference between you and your clone. Weird, that wasn't a yes or no answer. That wasn't a direct answer. Fume, you want to take another finger? Oh, should me? I take another piece of it? Please. Yeah, do you, which is a, a, like a preference? Um, do you have a preference? He's like, no, I'll, no. I'll, I'll, he... I'll turn to him. Do you have a preference? That's the original. Great. William breaks the glass. Yeah, I think you, with the chain, you take it around, whip it, and it, it bursts out of water, and her body slides out onto uh, the ground that is here. William wakes her up. Quick, cover a nude body with your cloak. I think she's got on some standard, you know, in a tank of goo what tank, garb. What in a tank clothes are there? You don't wear clothes in a tank because it's full of liquid. It, they would this get is, way This is my world, and they have in a tank goo garb. Oh. Is it, is it like a little body it's, it's suit? It's called like goo, little, goo. Like a little 1950s swimsuit with the stripes, but it's just like Yeah, that. it's like the outfit from the fifth element that she gets taped up mm-hmm. with. It's just those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, yeah, just stickies. Either way, um, I'm aroused and you can't change it. Um, and actually, no I, I think it. it might be might be a younger version, just a little bit younger. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not great. as weathered. She's a, she's a piping hot 73. <laughs> <laughs> she like, groggily slowly wakes up and is like, where am I? What is, the, what is this place? Take a deep breath. You don't know me. You don't know any of us. You've been in a... No, no. Uh, What's going on? You've been in a jaw for far too long um but it for you do you know anything about the KNG and she looks at all of the like other tanks and then she kind of looks at her hands and then up to you again and she says the, the what yeah that's bad um what cool. do you mean about Lucian being a clone 
Hmm. Yeah, we're all clones, right? No. No. Okay, you see, clones? You see, when when you tried the first time unsuccessfully, we failed. Well, um, William, the hero, um, dove in front of Beatrice and saved her life. Weird thing that he did combine with Eshi, that's true. But he died. You died. Willem, scorched to the bone, my friend. Um, Hot. And, and Lucian, you... You died as well. You <laughs> took the full blast. Ah, oh, seconds from victory. Just so close. Um, but you, you, for the second, you survived for a moment, but there's a second blast that followed up, and you managed to work your way over to Beatrice. Oh, and covered her up so valiantly, sacrificing yourself as well. The things friends do for loved ones. And then Beatrice was left, barely hanging on by a thread. I don't know how, frankly. Everything in a five-mile radius was wiped out, put into a sleep, the dragon's curse as you know it. But you two died, and I knew there was something special. So, when the time was right and I was able to recover and get into hiding... Well, I started to find these strange things popping up, and he kind of, kind of motions to the trees, like, "I found this." And one day I was sleeping against it, and I woke up and found myself growing in a sack on the tree. And I began to test things, and anything that I put to the bark. Well, it grows again, but it only grows once. There's only one clone of you. William walks over and touches a tree. Does he see a, sat- a new sack form? No, it is not. I told you, it only happens once. Brother, you're out there. <laughs> <laughs> he says, that's Finally not how that won't. works. <laughs> he says, no, no, no. Um, You see, I needed you around. The KNG is my attempt to find the scales. But it seemed like no one else had even encountered any of those except you, and it took me forever to get you made. And look at you, leading me right down the path to victory. Okay, so we're failures, and I get that. But what does that make you? Because why are you doing it again if you were so successful 600 years ago? Oh, yes. Well, that's where Nova comes into play. Seems love gets a lot of people suckered into to doing anything for, for to find that true love. You know, when I created this extra-dimensional space, and he says, you know, the rooms you have, and the safe houses you, you adore, well, I realized that this was my space. When Nova would come here, Not she had, no, she had no, no power here, really. It was my creation. Have you ever noticed when you go into a space that whoever's... So you used that's what you used your big dragon curse wish on was you could have your own tidy hole in reality no no you, you misunderstand originally we just thought that we could we could harness the power of the scales to do something amazing but it turns oh. out that was not a very good thing that happened but you know problems are made so that brilliant men can come along and solve them so why are you here instead of there with the scales? Well, I needed just a little bit more time. I thought I could spend some more time building warriors with the tree, but it seems 
I did not expect you at all to slink your way back here. Yeah, but like, so it's six hundred years ago, and you think you're you're gonna you're gonna bring the scales together and you're gonna do some amazing thing. You bring all the scales together, you murder me, Will, almost miss me, and you do a lot of stuff. But is that that wasn't your goal? Was to kill us and make Will and Eshi merge bodies? So what did you do six hundred years ago? What do you mean? Oh, you gathered all the scales together because they gave you great power. You did yes. that. You've got great power. What did you do? We were trying to open the door. And you failed. And we failed, yes. Okay, so we're all losers here. Fair enough, but and I'm, and I'm we a survived. Dead, and I'm a dead revived clone. Dead revived clone, it seems. Maybe and you're more resilient than your former, former companion. All of my gods have lied to me and our pieces of shit except for Kinos we're kind of tired right now I've thought that from the beginning so it seems and hey, just checking in guys correct me if I'm wrong nothing I do matters and everything's fucked correct is that correct mm. no I, that's not what I'm tracking here because we could still go down south and whoop some ass but the we're question, gonna do that the question I have is why would we leave him alive? Why would they do it again if they sucked so hard the first time they couldn't even... Why would you do a thing that kills half the people on the planet or puts him to sleep twice when it didn't work the first time? Because we didn't have Uni the first time. Yeah, but you're doing this to get Uni. Why would Uni... You say he comes and the planet's in danger. Why would he not come last time you did this exact same thing? You know what the definition of insanity is, you stupid motherfucker? I'm gonna kill this guy. He's dead. I wanted to go touch the tree. <laughs> you can touch it. It's not going to die with him, I don't think. Okay, so series of events. Few. You wish to kill this this fool. Yeah, I mean, what uh, what's left? I looked to the guys first. Like, I think when you look, B is like on her way to like stand next to William and just touch the tree, just out of curiosity at this point. Miss B got trees on the brain. Yeah, Miss B uses all her actions in tree. Uh, yeah, on tree. it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. <laughs> These are elven trees. Magical. This is a mm. weird magic tree that he's found that makes clones. She doesn't get it. His oh. do, you, do you ever wonder just... if maybe they're not elven trees? Maybe the trees were around before the elves existed, and the elves were just like, "We love this." Well, it's possible. It's that thing. I don't know. I want answers. This motherfucker is doing a bad job of giving them to me. They just make clones. I uh, walk over to Brightside, who we know to be Brightside, and say, For all your power and all of your attempts and your misguided foolishness, what the fuck's with the sleepers? These things creep me the fuck out. Oh, the sleepers are the, are the unfortunate result of the first blossoming. They really have not a whole lot to do with it, except now... We are using their souls to pull the moon to us. Isn't that great? Souls have power. Souls have memories. That's why you clones. And he looks to you and kind of like nods over. 
still remember some deep-seated things from your previous life. You can't remove those things that formed and shaped you to be who you are. But they're also a great source of energy and power. Kind of bummed out now. So the boys still have their suits. Well, is it my soul? Is it my soul or is it Lucian's soul? Oh, you talking? You talking to Ryan? I'm, t- I'm saying a lot. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. It's generally it's, out it's, there. It's, it's, it's a little bit of that that Greek ship, you know. Like, so, if you replace all the parts of something, mm-hmm. is it still the same something or is it a different thing? Oh, perhaps it was Lucian's, and you've molded into your own now. Feel? Yeah. So here's what I think. I think Lucian was a man who lived and died, and then he was cloned. At some point after he died, I guess? Why would I have touched this tree before I got incinerated? Did you drop my ashes on the tree? I don't get how that works. Anyway, so then a new man is born with a new soul, and his name was Fume, but he thought his name was Lucian, and then he learned later that his name was Fume. That's got to be how that works, right? You're missing a key ingredient. Because otherwise, how could two people exist at the same time if it's one soul? Oh, you can split souls. <laughs> That's been done too. It's tricky. Here's the thing: the KNG. You're probably wondering. I get how clones exist, and I get how this or that. But your your memories had to be fashioned so that you thought what exactly what I intended you to think. And I couldn't again change all of your memories. But everyone just about in the KNG is a clone with a new memory. Is my original body somewhere? I presumably buried and eaten by the earth. Hey, we, if we can find some of your bones, we can cast true resurrection on them suckers. Get you a friend. Yeah, I'm just thinking. I'll true never of these tell. Great. I feel like I remember. Died. Yeah, I feel like I died in the, the blossoming tent. Hmm. Huh. Well, you know that doesn't do dick off of me, bright side. I'd clone or not. Version two or not doesn't. I don't know why it disturbed you, sir. Um, yeah, I was already operating on the assumption that I was already a, a take two. Turns out I'm a I'm a third draft. Well, can't win them all. I've been me for a while, and I like me. So, hmm. All right. Any last words? Um, Bacon bit. Does that mean anything to you? Absolutely nothing. No. Well. No. Um, oh, okay. So what he's gonna do? Uh, he's gonna say, "No, I don't suppose I have anything else to say." If he so much as raises a fucking hand to snap, William's gonna fucking break his arm. Well, yeah, I have an action I'm ready to do too. As soon as he does I, something, I'm just gonna send this motherfucker to the shadow world. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm, I'm a little. I thought you were the gift that keeps on giving. I'm bummed to hear that the cloning only works once, and that I'll never get to kill you again. What's the Midnight Meadow? Like, what's what's that place where I went, and then everybody's there? I'm not sure what you're talking about, honestly. I. That's confusing for everyone. I went oh, to a place, man. and I was there. <laughs> Don't like you hate it when you like? watch a play and you find out there's a sequel to that play but they stopped running that's weird i'm trying to do a thing with archaic technology you know when you're watching a show and you find out they don't make the show anymore so you never get to know how it ends mm-hmm. now you'll never get to know what the midnight meadow is i'm gonna stab him in the chest right before you take whatever action it is to you're gonna stab him in the chest i am yes i'm going to 
to take his heart, Osborne. He uses benign transposition and swaps places with Cain. And so that as the, the weapon comes down, it stabs him in the heart. Well, it actually doesn't. Because the place that I was stabbing was We're- Ryan's heart. So it would be this Goliath's... Like, hip. Hip. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying, like, yeah. I'm still stabbing in the same spot. It's not like it's going to be like, and now Lucian is eight feet in the air stabbing a different guy's in the heart because they teleported. <laughs> like, he teleports, but he's kneeling down in an awkward position, so that his, his most vital position is, is where my blade <laughs> is Right going. there. Yeah, okay, so you'll, you'll stab him in the hip, in the left, the left hip, and he lets out a roar. Um... And now he is the 30 feet away from you guys, and he is running out toward um, William Blink's the door that's there. And attacks him. And, yeah, and attempt I mean, to grapple. I, I, I can dash as a bonus action yeah. to 100 feet in a turn, so. He's not getting away just by running. It's not happening. I think you should stop him. And he's like, <laughs> he thwarted his like, attempts to get away. He, he like teleports away and we run him down. He gets chained up and then I just start burying knives into this man. He's not getting away from me. Uh, I think even before you're able to do that, as soon as you start to go into attack, an axe enters to the front of his chest. Um, and so his eyes just kind of roll to the back of his head. And he just smiles creepily once more as he falls to his knees. And then is dead on the ground. You all look up. Cain is standing there and he says, uh, Brother dead? Go find out. It's on the bottom floor. And he he just grunts and he runs in uh, through the door that you came through. And now you guys are left with all these tanks of people and this tree in this room. One thing we love at Lawful Stupid, among the other things we love at Lawful Stupid, is spreading the word about your business. Or maybe you want to tell your sweet, sweet grandma that you love her for the world to hear. We want to give you that chance. If you're a business and want to get your services on the air, or just want to tell a loved one a personal message, head on over to lawfulstupid.org forward slash message in a bottle. There you can take around 250 words to say what you want. Business ads are $20. Personal ads are 10 Tell the world what you have to hear with Lawful Stupid's Message in a Bottle. Great. I start looking through uh, Brightside's body for important things, and while I'm doing that, I say, "As a quick point of order, um, there's a creepy basement with a lot of uh, evil and bad things in there, um, and I let them loose." So, clock's ticking. Okay, so yeah, we should get out of here immediately. I think we will leave the tree and then check out all the weird desk table space for important papers and things. 
Um, hey, did we um, did we mention that when you touched it that you did see a sack begin to grow? No, you did not yeah, mention yeah. that. Yes. So I think well, if it happened now, you now begin to see, like on a branch near you, a sack grows, and there's like a baby that has formed in this sack. Real quick question: What's gonna happen when every unimaginable horror possible comes barreling out of that basement and fills every corner of the K and G, including this laboratory? Goes in here, sees this tree, and touches it. Is that going to mean there's going to be two of every horror imaginable? If it has not been previously cloned? Yep. No, we should probably shut this I, door. I don't think that's good enough for what's coming, right? I mean, so here's the thing. The first thing that's going to happen if I try to chop this tree down is it's going to make a clone of the axe. And that has weird psychological impact on me. If the axe just grows there and is staring at him, is it a baby axe? Is it a little bit of wood and some metal ore? Is it just the metal ore because the blade's the only part that touched it? I have a lot of questions. But I don't know if we can leave this tree here. Would you want to burn the tree down? We can do that. Got lots of fire. Will it just make clones of the fire? It makes clones of inanimate objects. Everyone uh, roll a charisma flat for me. Yeah. Eight, or I'm sorry, 19. Lower than that. Oh, I'm sorry, 19 plus one. It doesn't have 19. Uh, that's going to be an eight. <laughs> uh, okay. The room begins to fade out from the things that were here as the life leaves Ryan. Oh, I shoot fire what, on the you? tree. If, if um, I see this tree can, vanishing, I'm shooting fire on it. Well, I, I'm going to leave that up to few. Now you know that the tree exists. You're kind of the owner of it. And anyone who knows about it can have that come back into their room. Okay, so, so it only the tree only exists within the multidimensional space. And it doesn't necessarily... And this is a multidimensional space. So if we leave and some horrible creature walks in that doesn't know about the tree, it can't make the tree. Correct. I mean, that seems like a pretty valuable tool for us to have in any of these safe houses littered across the world. Um, to have, sure. like, a tree that can make anything at our dis- or clone anything at our disposal. Uh, and there's no threat if we leave here. So... Fair enough. Do I find anything on Brightside's body? Yes, give me a second for that. Sure. One Mississippi. What's in there? <laughs> you find sticking out of the, the breast pocket um, of his lab coat is an old picture. Um, and it's a picture of him with another uh, like scientist. It, it presumably like the day they like graduate school. Um, they're in like their lab coats. And they're like shoulders over each other, and they're smiling. Um, and there's a little is bit of other, blood is on it. Is the other one a girl? Is she cute? No, two two guys. No, it's Brian and um, And as you flip it over, it says uh, Ryan and Brightside graduation. What's Ryan look like? I only know what Brightside looks like. Right now, he looks like Riz, Blue Dragon Ball. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, I'll I'll look look like in the photo. photo. They they look. 
he has a so Ryan has like this um, and actually you realize that Brightside has extremely short hair no glasses very like uh, rigid jaw attractive little taller no slouch the guy you've been interacting with is is pretty much an exact replica he's changed himself to look like what Ryan looked like in the picture so you never did so, see Brightside you've always seen Ryan he's posing as Ryan but he's actually Brightside Got it. So this is a say an order situation. Gotcha. Yes, very much. Understood. All right, I'll find Was I able to collect any papers from the weird tables and desks and things he's uh, had there? Yeah, I think maybe you should just grab up a handful. Uh, we won't know what they are just yet because you're trying to just grab what it, whatever it is as it, as it goes away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to put a lot of distance between us and this continent. Run, 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 I have a question. Run. Um, real quick, the- Zebra says, "Don't let, don't let B take papers. <laughs> They're just no, going to disappear they, 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 as soon <laughs> no. as she touches them. They vanish." <laughs> what is this sorcery? No, only if they're only if they're aligned into a packet. Only if you stack a bunch of pieces of paper <laughs> together and then put them in an envelope of some kind, and then Miss B touches them, they vanish. She's only loses packets, not individual pieces of paper. I wanted to know some world stuff. So the little tower uh, with Riz, it's um, what's the word? Um, is it closer to where the weird moonbeam is, or is that where we are from the KNG closer? Uh, to where the moonbeam uh, originated from. Mm-hmm. You are closer now. Okay. At the KNG. At the KNG. We should probably help Misery and skedaddle then. Yeah, sure. We should leave the continent. Will picks up misery. <laughs> I don't know if anything in there can swim, but we might need to wait for the moon to get closer and then hop on before we turn the beam off. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> I'm not scared of what's down there. I'm not going to be here oh. to see it. <laughs> the saying it's going to leave eventually. Yeah. So that's, I'm gonna be like, that's now, new KG's problem. <laughs> Who's gonna lead it? Uh, I think you you gather some things. Oh, so you guys uh, are leaving, presumably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spooky things are there. You leave the room, and it is madness and chaos down at the K and G. There are monstrosities you've never seen that are just kind of like like half slug and then they're like growing and shrinking and that ball that hit William before is bouncing around and disappearing into the halls and coming back around. Um, there are things climbing on the ceilings. There are like vines now throughout uh, the hallways. People running around screaming. There are k agents on the floor. Uh, some of them are in pieces. Um, Hey, Uh, I have just a real quick request. We've got two different KNG logos, and I love them both dearly. Can we get a special reprint when this episode airs of, like, like a rusted, faded, vine-covered, broken and scarred and flamed version of the (laughs) KNG logo Mm. to represent its new state, like the Mm. new edition? I would love it. I can't Shaking do your head, no, Simple. but making sounds like you just ate a tasty biscuit. Mm. 
I, yeah, somebody's got to do it because I'm no artist. <laughs> no, you're a car car I know who made those two. I logos. know the two, and they're in this room <laughs> right now. Where do you want to go? A run. You, just, you, you want to let's bolt. elevator out. What's up? Let's go. Uh, don't you? Can't you make a sneeze? Oh sneaky? yeah, I, I yeah I I no I just I'm in this room of requirement and I just <laughs> it's attuned to me right so I'm just gonna be like a door that leads to a different room of requirement mm. elsewhere. Well, hold on. If you guys remember, the briefing rooms have doors that let you go to safe houses, or do you ah. want to go upstairs out through an elevator? briefing room lets us go to any safe house. I feel like that's OP. Let's go there. Yeah, because we can pick one close to where we need to go. To the south. Yeah, because we're just trying to get south now, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We need to call on our allies. I've got a coin. I can summon the orcs. Do we have any other allies? Uh, Riz. <sighs> no, no, we, we can't can... leave his tower. Yeah, but he could contact people for us. Did the, um, okay. Here's what we do. We go to Junga, and we round up all the K&G agents there that pose as villagers to test new recruits. And we say the K&G's been destroyed. These people are behind it. They're in a cave to the south. Come with us. We're going to go take revenge on our own life. I mean, no? Okay, fine. We just go south then. I don't care. We'll go south of the orcs and hope it works out. Uh, yeah. Breathing room <laughs> first, for sure. Dwayne, roll a dexterity saving roll for me. What did you do, everybody? Uh, sorry, I got a 19. 16. 12. Uh, <laughs> Willem, you're hitting the forehead again <laughs> by that ball and take 12 points of damage. Bludgeoning. Great. I fucking hate that thing. Uh, and I think you make your way to uh, a briefing very close by. Um, and there are several, like, first uh, rank one KNG agents, like, squatting down here. They couldn't go through the door because they don't I'm have access them. to, like, uh, get out to the access Give one of your points. mini badges. Yeah. She'll give him one of them. Remember, you stole, like, four of them. She has been. She'll give one. And, and so uh, someone up front grabs one and, and, he, and they, they're like, what do we what do we do with this? Uh, William, as the director, pushes by them and opens oh, yeah, the door still, with you're his still key. Face shake to look like it didn't come up during that whole conversation. Follow me. Where 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 are you sending them? Because, I mean, there are several. I mean, there are places all over the world. For these with doors. Us. Where with are we the safe, going? With the safe. OK, so you guys and I'm imagining you would like to go um where is the closest one to the tower i think it's a cave that we're getting to in the south is it a tower or a cave no i want to go to riz's tower i've decided there's one that takes you north and it will uh take you out and you'll be a day from the tower how many kng agents are here let's say 25 I have a magic button that can take us to the tower. We can go straight to where we need to go with this. Yeah, this is a, this oh. is our only chance to use this to teleport because normally we have to take the trains. We can get to the tower anytime by pressing the the easy button. Right, but how do we get back down south once we go to the tower? 
I think that we do. Do we do that? Do we go back? Why are we going? Ooh, I got town? 25 people. I want to load up with Grace magic items before we go down many. south. He gave us like the last of his little experiments. Where he's like, this is all I got, and it's a nickel. Like, okay, mm. fuck that guy then. All right, wherever you want to go. Uh, I, I say down south. Let's take the war to them. Yeah, got 25 oh my agents. God, I'm just gonna start saving agents at this point while we're in the hallway. Wh- which one of you is the bravest little soldier? I am. <laughs> Says the dwarf with the longest beard you've ever seen. Here, you're gonna hold on to this key card with my life. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be the last man out. You're gonna make sure everybody gets through. I'll go down with the ship. You, you don't know? have to do that. Last one. Last out. one out. Yeah. I'll die for this organization. We have as much time as you have arrows. Okay, okay. let's go, guys. Yeah. I don't have any arrows. Then we better so we go to the most the southernmost safe house. The one nearest to our objective, which is a cave, correct? Because if I could send a message to everybody on Earth, it would just be this episode of Love Stupid mm-hmm. Podcast. Now, that's a lot of downloads. It's 7 billion. But I wish we could get a message to all these people and be like, hey, an imminent crisis to the world exists now. It's the moon. It's crashing into the Earth. You can see it with your eyes if you look. This place is where the people doing it are. Let's go get them. But we don't have that. Here's what I'll tell you. The door that you come out of is, it's freezing here. There's snow covering everything. Um, You're kind of in the valley portion of the mountains. There's like, it's like a bowl and you're in the bottom of it. I think you kind of step up a peak, climb up to the top so you can kind of survey what's going on down beneath you. And when you get to the top... Is that, I was just wondering, is that too far south to the what is it the the catacomb isles is what we call it yeah uh, i was yes. like is there anywhere closer is it too far south it's it, you ah, you still need to try no you okay. still have to travel a little bit yeah um as you step out uh and kind of view down from this higher level you're on whom you recognize none other than the uniform of tigertian soldiers in all black. Some are in their heavy armored suits. Some are in like simple leather suits. You see some riding like metal stallions, uh, more machine than they are a creature. And you see other like gigantic monstrosities, 20, 30 foot tall mixtures of flesh and machine that are walking intermittently with this army as they continue to march further south, presumably toward the Catacomb Isles. Um, and you can see in the distance is the dome that covers the catacombs themselves and like a light that is coming from the top of that. It's a, a red light that is shooting up into the sky. It kind of disappears a little bit uh, and reappears back. You know, obviously, that's what is pulling the moon and that's where it's pulling it to. After we go into the whole in the earth to fight Genova and later Sephiroth to stop the big Brock from hitting the earth. Yeah. Um, you like Final Fantasy VII? Actually more, I guess that's a combination because you go to the moon to you fight them. go to the moon to A2. fight them, but in seven they bring a big rock down to the earth. This is a moon, you're right. This is a bigger rock. You're right. That so means they copied copy you. me. You're right. 
<laughs> it zooms bigger. No, that's right. Quit laughing. It's correct. He did it 20 plus odd years <laughs> later. But he did it bigger. So they but got bigger. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's the American think, path. I've think about it. About I agree it. with you. As to science. Anyway, sorry. William puts on his cloak. And it billows. And it billows. And it's, that's what you see is this giant army marching south. And that's what we're in the episode. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to uh, Final Fantasy 7.5. It's, it's, the remake. Uh, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the episode today. Uh, I will turn it over to my friends Boy. to talk about all the things we have going on. Wouldn't it be funny if in the next part of the Final Fantasy VII Remake, there's like a dome and a light shooting up and like a, a large <laughs> army of black soldiers, <laughs> black armored soldiers? That would be pretty crazy. Um, Prove Devin right. Hey, if you want to support the <laughs> show, you can go to store.loftstube.org. You can get a presumably Min-Max Mankind shirt soon-ish uh, and t-shirts and... Mostly t-shirts. We like t-shirts. They're comfy. And it's like shirts. Yeah, it's just to go support the shirts, but also if you want to support us, you can also go to Lawful Stupid, or sorry, our Patreon at patreon.lawfulstupid.org and support us for a dollar a month and you'll get to see all the extra weird side content we make. I feel like there's a new one going up soon. Mm. Or or it's old. It's old now. Oh, it's, it's there. there now. Oh, it's there. <laughs> now it's old. <laughs> now it's old news. But if you're hearing it now, you get to hear the weird things if you join for a dollar. That's funny. <laughs> so I'm researching charities. Give me just one moment. I see we're in April. Is there anything special about April? Uh, Earth Day and my birthday. Oh, I said anything I have, special. I have been looking forward to the 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 chainsaw charity, <clears throat> the one where we give to <laughs> to a wounded veteran, a worthy cause. <laughs> one specifically wounded veteran. <laughs> one wounded veteran specifically. No, we did one that was about planting a bunch of fucking trees. Hey, is there a reading rainbow chair charity? Because that seems like a good one. Mm. We did first, but yeah, we have... down trees. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's. We're paying to build them back up. We have, we to, have to support both. We do both. Um. Then I was like looking at vet charities because I feel like we got fucking slammed recently. I'm like, I fucking. Where's that charity where do? when people die you can you can become a tree? That's what we need to find. What's the charity where there's a big tree that clones everybody and everything? That, that doesn't exist. That's dumb. Well, based on the Avatar mission that we were on yeah. and the Final Fantasy VII mission, there might be a tree, <laughs> a charity that clones people. He's <laughs> like, wait a second. You're telling me Devin Where took a year to copy all of his favorite things and put them into D&D? <laughs> That's not hard to be a DM. Don't listen to Devin. Okay, I got what it. What is it? 
Uh, of course, you guys know it is uh, our first episode of April. April being the home of uh, two things very important. The first one is my birthday. The second one uh, rhymes, but isn't quite as important uh, as Earth Day. Uh, so we're going to be giving back to the environment uh, by donating to the Environmental Defense Fund. Um, really important organization that's going to help keep our planet safe and healthy and safe from all <laughs> meteors and ordinary <laughs> Um, they don't make that promise, but I make it for them. <laughs> uh, and we'll be rolling for them today, and they get a 14. Ooh. Take that, moon. Going to the Environmental Defense <laughs> Fund. So, yeah. Uh, we hope that you roll for humanity. Your table's a really easy way that you can keep being a hero after the game's over. If you tweet at me, or message me, or communicate to me in any way that you've rolled for humanity and tell me what you roll and who you rolled it for, I'll talk about it on the podcast. We can signal boost it and hopefully get some more good going uh, for the charity that you choose to roll for. So hit me up. You guys want to know something sad about the environmental defense yes. mm-hmm. charity? Yes. Russia, yeah. Russia adjacent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything's Russia adjacent. It's gigantic. No. They're going to have a lot of work to do after Russia's done. <clears throat> Devin, what's mm-hmm. our fun new story? Yeah, I think you guys will have fun with this one. Um, good news story for today okay. reads as such. Mag- <laughs> it was written by a very opinionated journalist it reads as who such. thinks catnip prices are, be- are getting ridiculous. <laughs> um, magpies outwit scientists by helping each other remove tracking devices. Um, for those of you like me who, if you would have told me magpie, be like, yeah, they're delicious. I eat them with RC Colas. That's a a magpie is a bird. Yeah, I know. Moon, it's everywhere. Magpies outwit scientists by helping each other remove I tracking mean, devices. I mean, that's a good news story, but right now I have a cat. Right, really a kitten in my arms. So that's the better news story today. She's got a lot to say. <laughs> and that kitten... <laughs> is starving for magpies. That kitten would give its right, right now. paw you to eat two delicious magpies. You just donate to her fun because she deserves all the things. And trying to eat my headphones. I agree. Paws was last month. That's it. So, what do you got, Devin? What do you got, Dwayne? You got a cat in your lap? So. Are you just happy to see me? Just happy to see uh, So <laughs> magpies are smarter than scientists and have removed their tracking devices. From each other, yeah. It's like homies. From each other. Well, listen, I don't... Why do we have dumb headlines is what I want to know. Because, of course, you can remove these fucking trackers when all you've done is use fucking scotch tape to attach them to these birds. <laughs> and this isn't really just a, a conversation about magpies being smart. It's just we're underfunding our scientists is mm. the problem. That's that's the root home that we need to take here. Is uh, we need more money for the scientists, less for the arts. All birds are just robotic listening devices replaced by the government and Ronald Reagan in 1984. We all know this to be true. Mm. The birds work for the bourgeoisie. Now the question is, and the bears if the work, birds work for, for the bourgeoisie. Yeah. Why are we putting tracking devices on them? Mm. That means the government, the one who says they're in control all the time, really aren't. They're answering to someone else. There's a higher authority out there making decisions that they want to be informed upon. Ooh, like who could risk that bearing. be? It's corporations, America. 
it's it's the corporations america they are the higher authority that the government answers to they're the ones with the information they're the ones who hired ronald reagan to replace all the birds in 1984 with robotic listening devices that look like birds and now the government very interesting because they've been kind of like a distant fourth or fifth place for the power struggle in america they may have moved up to the number three spot out laughing the drug cartels think so and yeah i think they got a real shot at genuinely controlling america in 2024 especially if we go to war with russia you know off the panic that that'll instill they're really going to be looking for somebody with an army and the government like jeff bezos obviously is a running force for strongest force in america but he doesn't have an army um the corporations could buy an army but if they did they'd have to pay people and they hate paying people so they'll probably try to avoid that and let america use its the government use its army if they do that they could win enough favor to really really dethrone some folks so let's see uh i'm really looking forward to the next cycle i'm sorry i was listening so what is what's the point of all that uh, birds are listening devices ah. set up uh, by the bourgeoisie. I love it. Which are the corporations which are pulling the puppet strings of America. The point there, everyone, is America. As we usually say, we love you. We love On you. On the rise. America, coming up in the world. <laughs> Bye. I love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.